Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. No? Okay. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. All right. It was a <laughs> it was a a good week. Um It's been a busy week. Yeah. It's been a way busy week and the next week is going to be even busier. Right. And then it's Christmas. Just which about. does not feel does not I know, feel like Christmas. Weird. How's everybody else feeling? Yeah, because it's kind of weird just, you know, how church is and right. it's not normal. Just kind of creeped up fast, and I guess everybody's not doing their normal routine of um, things that they would normally do around this season. Mm-hmm. And so it feels different. It does. We guess, I guess we are uh, creatures of habit. You're right. <laughs> and when we're forced... To do something different mm-hmm. out of the feels norm. Feels weird. Yeah. Definitely feels weird. Right. Yeah, we haven't we haven't even figured out what does Christmas Eve service even look like? Right. Because you know, we always have to travel a little bit on Christmas Eve. So I don't know what we're doing, honestly. Yeah. I haven't even thought that far to be mm-hmm. honest. Because it's like you don't have to make those big of plans anymore. Because it's all different. People aren't gathering, you know, like they used to. Mm -hmm. But we'll get through it. Let's hope 2021 is going to be a little better. We need a redo. A reset. A refresh. (laughs) Yeah. A restore. Right. All the re's. All the re's. (laughs) That's what we need. Yeah. So I guess there's a couple of things that been heavy on my heart and obviously with being counselors we're always talking to people that are hurting mm-hmm. you know they're coming to us because there's some hurt right. and then as we kind of peel back the layers it seems like we get to those roots right because honestly um it's not like we want them to live in the past but learn from, from the, the past. past right so sometimes uh we notice well when you're in the hurt, you don't notice the unhealthy behaviors that you carry on into adulthood because mm-hmm. you just kind of sometimes think that's normal behavior. And in reality, when you look back to your past, um, they may not be healthy behaviors at all. Yeah, and people get comfortable in old stuff. Right, just like we're even talking about being comfortable in Christmas uh, right. things. You get into a yeah a, a state of comfort, yeah. and that's all you know and habit. Right, and when the behavior isn't good, though, that... It's dangerous. It is, not only for you, but for other people. It just leaks, doesn't it? It leaks, and it leaks, and it shows that people aren't healed from their junk. Right. You know? Right. From past things. And you know how we were talking about forgiveness yeah. in our uh, 
in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. No, we no, no two, yeah, two. two podcasts. Yeah, we were talking about that book, A Gift of Forgiveness, but then we also, um, we have taken that a little bit farther to look at uh, Lisa Turkhurst's new book, mm-hmm. um, which is Forgiving What You Can't Forget, which is an excellent book. Right. Um, I'm not very far in. I'm only to page 20, but I feel like I have just about all 20 pages highlighted, and I use some red pen in it because it's just so, so good. Yeah. And it, and it goes back to healing, you know? Right. It, it is really good. And there's nothing biblical that says we're supposed to forgive and forget. Right. Because yeah. we're That's we're not, not in the Bible. Right. Uh, but you know what? Just on that point, I've told my, my clients many times, I believe why God's Word doesn't say you have to forgive and forget is because... He wants us to remember mm-hmm. some of the old, yucky mm-hmm. parts of life so we don't go back there. Right. Um, because then we're just repeating old behaviors and old patterns, and we're never getting out of the you cycle. Don't right. You're not learning. No. And especially if you come from a from an upbringing that is you know, dysfunctional and unhealthy, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's not good to go back there or to keep all of that dysfunction rolling into your own life. Right. And sometimes, just kind of thinking of, of my, my own upbringing, sometimes parents don't know they're teaching you something that you're picking up on that is actually wrong. So kind of like, for example... Um, my mom always taught without probably consciously knowing that she was teaching it is that you keep your, your junk to yourself. Like you make sure that your outer appearance is good, like all put together and you, um, Almost keep that facade, yeah. like everything is okay. On the outside. Yeah, because that's a good point. Can I just refer back to this book? Yeah. Because Lisa Turkhurst says in this book, it says, So my counselor wisely pointed out some hyper-spiritual statements I've made to give the appearance that my heart is more healed than it usually is. Here's these statements. And we've we've already seen these you got to read them. It says, uh, the first one says, I'm good. I'm fine. I've just decided to move on. Um, They're lost for walking away from me. Another one is, God will eventually make everything all right. The next one is, as a Christian, I know I should forgive, so I have. What's in the past is in the past. I'm just walking forward. No big deal. There's so much to be thankful for, so I'm choosing to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Who has the time or energy to unpack why this happened and how it affected me? Let's just move on. And then the last one is, I'm mature enough to say it is what it is and get over it. Wow. Those are some powerful statements that we don't realize are just 
a blanket to cover up the hurt. Right, because even if you choose to forgive, it doesn't mean the hurt went away automatically. No, because right? we've said this how many times that um, forgiveness, it doesn't happen automatically. Mm-hmm. It is a process, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a while. Right. So if somebody, you know, if somebody comes to us and we say, well, have you forgiven that that person or whatever? Um, and if somebody says no, well then guess what? you got to start working on that. Yeah. It's not going to come overnight. Right. Exactly. Because like she even pointed out, and we know this as counselors, you you can make the choice. The choice is automatically to say, I choose to forgive this person. I'm going to choose to forgive them. But the actual process in the getting to that full healing restoration is the work. It's yeah. the work that goes into it. It's the praying for your enemy. It's Going back to the word and seeing what he, what the Lord says right. about forgiveness, right? And it's an obligation. Like we don't we don't really get a, you know, if we want to be followers of Christ, we don't get a choice. We know that if you're going to be a follower of Christ, you do what He did, mm-hmm. which is to forgive. Yeah, right, right. This also says I thought this was a great sentence. It said we can only heal what we're willing to acknowledge is real. Right. Say so that again. It, it says we can only heal what we're willing to acknowledge is real. Right. Because if we just say, I'm good, I'm fine. Okay, well you're just masking it. You're not really you're not you're not making it real. You're not making the hurt real and acknowledging it. You know, I I think another, uh, the opposite statement would be, you know what? I've like walked through some fire. It stung and I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get through the process of healing. Because if you don't acknowledge something, how can you know there's something there to heal? Well, again, you making, you know, again, you know, it's that, that's that old statement of what's in the dark can't be healed. Right. You have to put it out into the light. Right. You have to put that thing, whatever it is, out there in the light so that Jesus can heal it. Which is why it makes sense that sometimes you have to go back to your childhood to even acknowledge those back back, you know, back in the past type of hurts and acknowledge those that those were real. Right. And you know, as a child, your perception of something is a child view a child perception versus an adult yeah so sometimes you have to walk through those to understand the reality of, and that's the key is you have to walk through it you don't just sit in it right you know i always tell my clients i'm not here i'm not here just to land back in childhood or family of origin and just sit there this whole time and question why, why, why. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out, like, where did this all start? And then let's move forward from there. You know, and and even acknowledging it as this is your story. Mm -hmm. Like, even Christ on this earth had a story. And And it was not all good, was it? No. And, (laughs) And don't you think, I mean, and I know from my life, and I'm sure you agree with this too, Naomi, is, you know, the Lord has allowed us to walk through some things Mm -hmm. that have not been good. Right. 
but there's a purpose to the pain of yeah. that, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a purpose of having to walk through. We can't see it when we're in it. Right. But there's a purpose to it. Yes. And if we could use that for good mm-hmm. and for God's glory, then there there's the there's there's the purpose. Mm-hmm. But if we just sit in old junk and don't move away from it mm-hmm. it's like it's just sitting there kind of marinating and it's not it's not improving right it's not getting worse maybe sometimes it does get worse but it's just there it's and that's like, where the enemy wants you to sit. yeah he does sit right in it keep focused on the bad of it when really god is probably saying just open your eyes to the good that I have mm-hmm. within it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's where we have to pray, like, Lord, help me to see the good in this situation. Yeah, I'm going in this situation. Through. And boy, he really will open mm. up your eyes to some blessings that might be right right around the corner or right in front of your face. And you know, but we just don't see it in our fleshly eyes. And you said something about, um, you know, healing takes work. And again, this book says... Sometimes it seems easier to deny my pain than to do the hard work to deal with and heal what's really there. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work. What is the work? And Go th- to counseling. Yeah, and I think um, she said earlier in the book, I don't know if you'll be able to figure out the page, something about um, that when you choose not to forgive something about your your um giving them the power to hold on to your choice to even heal like if right. you say something like well i'm going to i'm going to forgive when they do this when they when they acknowledge that they sinned against me when right. they apologize when they do this but you're actually giving them that power then by saying i'm going to wait until they apologize and acknowledge how much they hurt me and um or i'm gonna wait until they get what's due to them happen you're giving them that you're putting the power in their hands because they may not ever do that right so this is where your choice comes into play where you take back the power Mm -hmm. and say i choose to forgive and i choose to work on my emotions and i choose to work on the healing process yeah um it was really good the way she worded that but i think i kind of summed that up in a nutshell well you know she says in here that um the question forgive and forget that's actually not in the bible which we just said that You can still forgive even if you can't forget. We are instructed to let go of what's behind us so we can move forward without the weight of bitterness, resentment, anger, and unforgiveness. Remember we talked about those are the tormentors Mm -hmm. um, if we we hold on to unforgiveness. Those are the tormentors that are affecting us. It says, but forgetting, the only place that's mentioned in the bible is connected to god forgiving us of our sins in hebrews hebrews 8 12 it says for i will be merciful toward their iniquities and i will remember their sins no more Hmm. yeah 
Yeah, it's just healing. You know, people have to choose. It is a choice. We have that free will. Yeah. Are they going to choose to acknowledge the hurt and the pain and then do something about it? You know, go to a counselor. Mm -hmm. Get some help to walk through that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then work on forgiveness and... And have freedom in their life. Right. Sometimes know? it just takes a matter of speaking it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like. And talking it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's going to be painful. I'm not saying that it's it's easy. It's not at all. We've had our own, oh you and I, goodness, hurts that yeah. we've had to, to walk through and acknowledge um, and choose to put past us. And, and you can choose to uh, learn from them, too. Um you know, and, and there was times where I had to see my faults in it. Like someone has sinned against me, but I had to, to look at even my inner self at that moment and say, what was my part in it? Right. Um, how can I learn and grow from this and be a better follower of Christ? You know, something else I liked, which he said at the very beginning of this book, is when we choose to forgive... Um, that that doesn't always mean the relationship can be restored. Right. You know? Yep. She says here, um, she talks about redemption with reunion. Yes. Um, she says reunion or reconciliation, I love this, requires two people who are willing mm-hmm. to do the hard work to come back together. Redemption, on the other hand, is just between you and God. Yes, that is really good, the way she worded that. Right, and she goes on to say, God can redeem your life even if damaged human relationships don't come back together. And I I can relate to this because, um, you know, I've had some some um, friendships in my own life um, that I thought were going to be lifelong. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not. And there was, there was hurt in there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've had to acknowledge the hurt of that, but that does not mean that that relationship, that particular one, mm-hmm needs to be restored right you know doesn't mean that we quit praying for mm-hmm. for people um, right but sometimes it just cannot be restored right and i and i know this is like a really hard thing when it comes to marriage too. i know i was totally trying to figure yeah. out how to word this with listeners you, that are in a real real uh, difficult situation mm-hmm. where it's your spouse that's not mm-hmm. wanting to restore or do the work that gets really well tough. you know what i what I've told my clients is before the d word divorce is ever mentioned, yeah. people ha- have to do their very best to bring it to reconciliation yeah. They have to do their part. Yes. And if and if you were to be faced with the Lord, right, 
Mm-hmm. And the next day, you know, can you honestly say before the Lord, I tried everything? Right. And as long as you can say, I tried everything. Yes. Then I think that's the point where you and the Lord can make a healthy decision. Mm-hmm. Counselors cannot make that decision. No. And let me just put this out there because I've had several clients go to secular uh, counselors. I've heard this too. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I also question why believers would go to secular counselors when they actually need um, Christian counselors, pastoral counselors like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not just tooting my own horn or your horn, but right. I, I question that because I've had people come back saying we should have started with a Christian counselor because this other counselor who's who um, is not walking with the Lord or you know they're not a Christian counselor, the first thing that they mention is divorce. Yes. And they haven't even been in counseling. I've heard that just recently. And they haven't even worked the process. Right. I've heard a client just tell me that, that with his last marriage, the, they it was day one counseling. He's yeah. Like, you guys don't need to be together. Right. Just <laughs> divorce. And, you know, wow. that's something that I know you, me, um, I, I know that we would never counsel people to say, yeah, you know what, you need to get a divorce. Even if they came to me and said, I've tried everything, right? because that decision is not mine. Mm-hmm. That is between that client and the Lord. Right. It is not between a counselor. Yeah, because hate is such a, a hard word, but God, it says it in the Bible, God hates divorce. divorce. And I know that the Lord will set aside divorce mm-hmm. for certain reasons. I mean, and, and this is like a totally other podcasts, but abuse, physical abuse, um, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, you know, there's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. If, if someone is in abusive relationship, you need to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, safety is safety's first for, you know, for people. But, you know, if we're, if we're talking, and I'm kind of making light of this, that, you know, one of the spouses just won't hang the toilet paper right, right, or their towel is always on the floor, and people are getting, you know, frustrated. Right. Okay, well, that doesn't equal divorce. Like, right. let's work on that process right. and get that, get that worked out. That, you know, we can't just... And we can't just walk away. We right. we have we have to try. And listen, I'm speaking from a lot of years of marriage. Yeah. You know, 33 years of marriage, 38 years being with my husband. You are 25, 20, 20. <laughs> no, I knew I you were about I to ask you me. Just in my said, head, I thought you, you just asked had your 25th. <laughs> did you not? Or was that last year? Oh, girl. <laughs> Okay, I hope, I hope my husband doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> okay, Jose, Na- I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi has either been married for twenty five or twenty six years. Let's just give a range. Twenty is between twenty five and twenty seven. <laughs> 
Girl, I'm feeling really hot right now in my face for you. <laughs> oh, man. See, this is where I, I turn to my girls, just uh, like I do with right. my age, and say, how old am I? Yeah, or, that's right. You know, how long have how me long and your we, dad been married? Right. They're not here to ask. No, they're not. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, my goodness. I, I'll think about it eventually. Wait, anyway, <laughs> we have a lot of years of marriage between us. Don't you think? Yeah. Well it, over 50, okay? <laughs> well over 50 years of marriage. I was, I was married in 94. See, I'm still thinking about it, and I have to redeem myself. That's right. Go so. get a calculator, sis. <laughs> so that's, that's 26 years. Okay. Yeah, I just had my 26th in May. 28th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness gracious. That's a long time. But, you know, it and then you think time. about a long time, and you're like, do you really want to... The world deceives you in lies <laughs> that thinks, you know, they say it's, oh, it's greener on the other side. But everybody has yeah. a story. Everybody, everybody has Everybody has deep-rooted hurts and yeah. pains. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Just the very first thing I tell the people when they sit in my office is that no matter who you are, everyone at one time in their life needs counseling. I don't yeah. care what you say, who they and are. And we're not just biased because right. we're counselors. Because but- I was one of those. And like, I don't need a counselor. Because, again, it goes back to my mom raising us in a way without her speaking the words, but what she, how she would act. Is by take care kind of every, yeah, put, You take care of your own problems. You, don't, yeah. you do not blast your issues and problems to anyone. You take yeah. care of it yourself. Yeah. And you, your outer appearance is what matters. But see, that's not, that's not what God wants us to do, though. You know, because we're, he created us for relationship. And he right. created us to bear, to bear each other's burdens. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So... And honestly, I, th- I think I'm just going to go out on a limb here and just say that maybe a lot of men don't like to go to counseling because they're fixers and they want right. to fix things. But sometimes, I mean, just with counseling, you could get another perspective. Yeah. You know, we kind of sidetracked on there. I just want to get back to the point that, listen, if, if you, because I know I'm going to get some texts about this. But if you are in a marriage or had a marriage that was abusive, listen, you have to do what is what is right and what's between you and the Lord. And you know what is right. And you have to be safe. And mm-hmm. if you have children, you have to, you know, take care of your kids and and do all that. So we are not here saying, absolutely, you cannot divorce. We're right. not saying that. No. It's very situational. And if, if at all possible, the Lord wants restoration. But if you've tried to do that and the other person is not willing, mm-hmm. that, right. w- that, I mean. God will let you know when yeah. it's time to walk away. Mm-hmm. He will give you those answers. Mm-hmm. But again, that goes back to having that deep relationship where you hear from the Lord. So he's walking with you. See, God knew we were going to have all these problems, just like he knew Jesus was going to have persecution. Yeah. But he expects us to walk with him. Mm -hmm. We can bear it with him. Without him, we can't bear things. You know, we'll then turn to the world for Band-Aids of healing, and those are 
those are temporary right those are those are temporary so but still even in that hurt of a broken relationship that can never be restored it's still our responsibility to forgive yeah right and you know maybe that we can expand on that on another podcast about responsibility yeah because um that was that was something that was really really on my heart this week uh as i was in prayer and stuff and I really started talking to the Lord about that. So maybe we could do a part a- two. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. Because that'll, that'll probably be another 30-minute talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we just touched the surface on healing and, you know, kind of mentioning forgiveness again. Right. Um, maybe but, mention that book. What is the book called? So if anyone yeah, wants again, to get it. Again, the book is uh, by Lisa Turkhurst. It's T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T. Uh, if you've ever heard her testimony, and actually she's still walking in her she testimony. Um, but the name of the book is Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Discover how to move on, make peace with painful memories, and create a life that's beautiful again. Yeah, very good book. And yeah. I'm probably um, in the same chapter you are, just reading it real slow and mm-hmm. taking it in. But yeah. So, yeah, and we did want to give a shout-out to make sure that you're um, passing along our podcast. We yes. would love to have more followers and those listening because we we are doing this for the Lord. And, um, you know, it's it's a little out of our comfort zone. but Right. <clears throat> and, you know, here's the thing. We don't have any sponsors. We're not big-time right. podcasters. And, right. Um, nor do we uh, feel that calling right now to, to be that. But... This is just something that the Lord has put on both our hearts to do, um, and so we're just doing it. Yeah. But we'd love to have more people listen in, and I'm sure people can can get some good takeaways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's a wrap. All right. That's okay. a wrap. See you later. See ya. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.